Hello, DeMarco. <laughs> Welcome to Building Blue Zones podcast, episode three. We're going to talk about social mm-hmm. media misconduct. Yes. Yes, we are. And by the way, buddy, you're looking pretty dapper. Thanks, man. It was yeah. a long day at the office. Yes. But less use of social media. Yeah, so it was a good productive day, though. It was a great productive day. Okay. Some, th- some days are going to be like that. Some days are going to be like that. Yeah. Some days are going to be longer. Because I am not wearing use... my work clothes, if you haven't noticed. Well, good. You got a relaxing night then at the gym. Yeah, I did. I got to go to the gym. It was great. Good. Go ahead. A little sauna session. Ooh. Good for it you. It was good. Thank Treat your body. Thank you. I appreciate that. So we're going to jump right in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First, we're going to talk about the good uses of social media, because... I think it's important to, to realize that there are benefits to social media. Um, it's a tool, yep. and uh, it was created with good intention, and mm, it was originally created to connect with family and friends that don't necessarily live close to you, and you can um, avoid that distance buffer. Yeah. Or if they do live close to you, just the kind of the difficulty of seeing them in person is just easier to stay connected and up on what they're doing even when they're busy and they can't see you in person uh so it's great for that yeah um, we both live far away from our f- friends and family right yeah yeah that's what I, I use snapchat actually a lot for my friends stories and then facebook for my family right but yeah it's just it's really easy to keep up yeah, on people and, and that that's great it's a great thing yeah for sure quick access to information and research um ne- there's never been a time like this that we have access to so much bound, boundless information. I mean, arguably, all the information known to man is available through social media or um, a search engine. Yeah, like Google. Google. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, huge, huge benefit there. Yep. Online learning, job skills, content discovery, expanding your interests. So, online learning is huge. You're, with all of this information, you could benefit yourself by learning new skills and new new um, things about the world and just bettering yourself through all those avenues mm-hmm. is easier uh-huh. now than it's been. Uh, involvement and in civic engagement, um, also a lot easier than it's been in the past. Fundraising, obviously, you can, just like the marketing platform that social media is, you're able to reach a broad amount of people um yeah people are more socially aware of uh injustice and i would say you know the new tiktok trends the dance moves it's obviously the main point of social media is social media is just to be connected with the new dance move uh provides a voice what is the newest dance move i couldn't tell you nick really i thought you were just saying The giggity giggity. I don't know, but I have seen that one guy that does a little pelvic thrust, and it's pretty funny. He does it to like all these different songs. It's it's quite hilarious. I don't know. I think you mean like you mean like Dax? Uh, no, I think it's a Huncho or something. Cowboys. No, no, it's like a. I'll have to show you later. You know what I did like? I I don't even know this is on TikTok. It was during quarantine, where the. Uh, the dad was with like the three brothers and they were doing the intro song to uh blinded by the lights oh yeah 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 right yeah 
yeah, love that. Funny. I love that. There's also a family. I it like eight times in there's a row. also a family that's been doing quarantine games on their like they they set up all these different games and they created these games to do within their household. Oh, I've compete. seen that. Yeah, it's actually really cool. That so that's cool. a good benefit that you could see that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, the positive things. You know? Positive things. Something funny. Something entertaining. Right. 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 Not um, people killing each other in the street. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not a positive, but it should be. It should be seen. It should be seen, but it's important to be seen. Right. But maybe that something. wasn't the best example. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> but now I think social media, more than anything, is a great marketing tool, and I think that's kind of what it's <clears throat> being built into. Right. Is a great marketing tool, and it's what. Um, a lot of businesses are benefiting from being able to reach, like I said earlier, a broad horizon of people. Mm -hmm. So, you already know this, all the benefits of social media, or 90% of you wouldn't be on social media, approximately. Mm -hmm. Um, And you wouldn't be using it at the rate you're using it. So, what rate are they using it at, Nick? And how many people are using it? Well, why don't you tell them? Well, I will, Nick. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. So a little D-Dog. context here. December 2019, as of December 2019, yep. total worldwide population was around 7.8 billion people. In internet usage, that was 4.54 billion users. That's a lot of people. That's more than half. That is. That's over 50%. We did the math. We did the math. Did the math. We crossed over numbers. 50%. Of the population. We did that. There are 3.725 billion active social media users. That's a lot of people on social media. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. You know what I thought was crazy? The fact that on average people have 7.6, almost 8 social media accounts. Yeah. That's nuts. And what's crazy is I probably do have that many. I just... Can't so really think of them right when we now. were when we were putting these notes down. I thought I had like four, right? I, I, well, five, I guess. Snapchat, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Wait, that's four. And then I realized I actually have seven. So whatever, I don't care. <laughs> and the ones like that you maybe have deleted the app, but still have the account. Yeah. And maybe go on it sometimes through web. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so let's break it down by age group classification Mm. the generations millennials i think 91 percent of millennials was the number that we found um are on social media gen x 78 percent uh baby boomers 48 percent yep and then gen z is over a thousand percent which is quite fascinating these are u.s numbers yeah yeah these are just solely the u.s you know what's really interesting the gen z number is pretty that seems pretty normal but what I thought was really interesting, that only 90% of millennials are using it. I thought more, right. honestly. I honestly thought that, and I thought baby boomers would be lower than 48%. Right. But well, the old Facebook. grandmas, the old grandmas. On that, on that, they got on a, Facebook, yeah. They got to see how their uh, grandbabies How their baby's doing. The, how the baby. The baby's. The baby. <laughs> the baby is not on Facebook, but they talk about them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... What's the average screen time? Oh, yeah. The average screen time is 220, no, and 41 minutes. 241 no, minutes. No, it's, it's 140. 
142 minutes. It's two hours and 22 minutes. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Again, please fact check us because we're not it's, capable. We had a long day. <laughs> it's like, but two hours, pretty late, in twenty one minutes, and that's not an actual. That's not an. Can't be an incredibly accurate number. I mean, but it's there's still, a lot of variation. We saw one thing that said three hours. Mm-hmm. So, we, I mean, that's a that's a lot of time. We encourage you guys to go into your settings, check your average daily screen time right now. It's super easy. Click settings, go to screen time done you're there you can already see it then you can actually go into your social networking it breaks it out um, this is all off an iPhone by the way if you're using an Android you can just exit out of this the uh, the actual podcast. you don't say that it could be a large group of our followers the one or two people <laughs> yeah. could it be could be 50% three, percent, three out of the eight so one person you're right I'm sorry you so guys. if you do have an Android go to digital wellness in your settings and you can see the breakdown by application. Yeah, which is actually pretty cool. So I'm, yeah. I'm at 53 minutes of social networking. Uh, that's my average per day. That's, oh, no, dude. Actually, that's today. It was 53 minutes. Yesterday, it was 39 minutes. Okay. So you're working down. That's great. That's well under the average so you're doing good nick yeah i want to look at my mine. my so average is, my average is low so content um one hour we're gonna yeah. break this down now into three categories kind of and we're gonna get, dig into kind of the things you should look out for since so many of you are using social media all of us are using social media mm-hmm. and we're using it at such a high level here um so i want to break down for a second the content um First, for instance, the let's just say for a text, like a textual, um, some text information on social media, whether it's through a comment or it's through an actual post, people tend to read um, text in a more neutral way so than it's actually intended to be. So if a message is intended to be positive, it's going to be read more neutrally. And if it's uh, read if a neutral message is read, it's actually perceived or perceived more negatively. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's just known in like the business world too. Um, it's, it's kind of like a social science experiment. It's just the way we read. Uh, it takes the emotion text takes the emotion out of, uh, communication. So it's just an important thing to realize when you're reading comments or you're looking through posts, just realize that, you need to take that emotion out and try to what did they really mean here um but yeah that's a that's a kind of a negative there Mm -hmm. short segments uh another portion of this is the content that you're given is in a little snippet so a lot of times we're not seeing the full picture of something whether that's you know a video or just like a little snippet of a news line, like the title of a news line. Right. It's just, it's meant to catch your attention. It's clickbait. Yeah. And that's what uh, a lot of just news cycles are doing in general. It's it's a nice catchy title and it might not actually convey what it convey, says. Convey, it yeah. might not actually summarize well what it's, what actually is the truth, but it's not yeah. necessarily trying to be wrong. It's just... They're taking a little snip. Um, influencer lifestyle, we'll get mm-hmm. into this later, but it's basically the 
the you're seeing the highlight reel of everyone's life. You're not seeing the reality. You're seeing their one vacation that they go on a year. You're seeing uh, a nice cool spot that they went to. Right. And you're not seeing the hard, diligent work they did. Put in. Then well, you're seeing their nice car it. and their nice house, but you're not seeing them work till 12 at night every night. Or you're not seeing uh, the fight they had right before they took the pictures that they put on social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you said it! <laughs> yeah. uh, so fake news mi- misinformation. This has been a big ticket item recently. We've talked about fake news. Uh, yes. Donald has made this well known that fake news is a real thing. Uh whether he is correct or not, it is real um, on social media for sure. It's people blatantly producing mm-hmm. wrong information to sway you uh, in a certain way. And fake news has been around a long time, uh, whether it's for war purposes or political. It's been around a long time. And it's easily. Propaganda. Propaganda has been easily spread through social media, and there's not a really good way to limit that or filter that so just be aware of the information you're taking in uh it's extremely addictive the content on social media is meant to grab your attention and keep it uh it's targeting the primitive brain with stimulation and not necessarily engaging you in a positive way but it's just keeping your attention yep for long periods of time yes so algorithms why why is it keeping us for long to uh long periods of time is because it's amplifying faulty human traits. We'll get into this a little more later, but algorithms have been, you know, continually modified to for their to basically extend the amount of time you're on social media. That's really what their functionality is for. To cater to us spending more time in that social media platform versus another social media platform. They're competing with each other for the right. market share th- so that they can pay, they can uh, charge more for ads. Right. That's right. the whole point of what social media has become now. Right, because you think about it, it's like, okay, what's their actual business strategy? Yeah. There's not really a product that they're serving directly. Okay. I mean, keeping what, us connected, but... Keeping us connected, but that's not a product you can make money with. No. So what is it? It's got to be advertisement. Yeah. Okay. So if it's advertisement, the only thing that they can do is keep you engaged with that advertisement. And the only way to do that is to provide you with enough content between the advertisements that you don't get bored and log off. Like the recommendations. So you can keep content flowing and content that I would like. And that is what recommendation technology is or coding is. It's basically filtering things that you connect well and engage well with and keep you clicking on those or automatically playing those which is autoplay which is also in pretty much all the platforms now where it'll automatically play the next video it'll automatically give you the next content news feed whatever it is explore pages these are pages that are no longer your friends and family but are things that you're interested in so there's recommendation pages that's all that that is. It's not really your direct followers. Yeah. So you mean to tell me that those golf balls I bought the other weekend after I watched that golf video, that was not a coincidence? Is that what you're telling me? It was not a coincidence. That was a... Actually, ad. it was structured and you were directly targeted. <laughs> I was directly targeted. So those biking videos I've been 
watching and the bike you're about to get tomorrow yes okay that's for a reason i haven't told anyone about that (laughs) bike yet all right but instagram knows they don't they're they do know they're always listening dude they do if you go this is a good i'm probably gonna have a bike if you go on if you talk about something i'm gonna go on instagram and then you go on instagram later or any really facebook whatever you're probably gonna scroll and see whatever you're talking about now there might be a little bit of problems with that in the term of privacy but whatever the reason you do see that that ad later on in the day uh Uh, so let's talk about usership for a second no bike ads yet that's good i'm scrolling you will get it i promise (laughs) usership the the people okay so social media is not inherently bad nor was it in in created to be but Mm -hmm. it allows for human bad or bad human character flaws to flourish yes so you know, has trash talking or yeah. bullying always been a thing? Yes. Is it easier on social media? Yes, because you don't have that buffer, that digital screen that's, you know, kind of keeping you from just saying it directly to their face. And you don't have that guilt of saying someone and saying that to someone and seeing their reaction. Right. How many people did you see get bullied when you're in high school? Like directly five percent five percent i don't know maybe 10 but that's a stretch i would i probably would say like closer to five percent five percent yeah well it's a lot higher than that yeah on social media we'll get into that it's incredibly high yeah uh but it just makes it easier hate groups spreading their beliefs um obviously hate groups have also been a thing you know uh but it's a lot easier when you have a platform that reaches thousands of people yeah millions of people um Cancel culture is a newer thing. It's, yeah, what is that? I've heard about that. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of a weird situation. But it's basically these a, a group of people, and they don't have to know each other, but they determine. They, let's say they find out that you said something mm-hmm. that is distasteful. They say that, or they think in their minds that you should suffer the consequences for this thing that you said 10 years ago they demand that of you and spread that information like wildfire and you either are forced to apologize or else or else and or else is usually you getting fired it's not good not good uh, well, because these people that are being canceled are famous, right? right? They're either like famous college football coaches that have had to resign, by the way, or uh, they are famous people that make money or they get income maybe from the amount of followers they have. And so this and it's is funny. ruining their their uh, way of living, right. basically because they made one mistake. Right. And I know you guys have all made one mistake. Don't lie to yourselves. You've all said something you regretted. Yeah. I've said something this morning I regretted. Oh. To the coffee maker, it wasn't working right, and I said, "You son of a bitch!" And you, did you? I lunged at it. Like I that? lunged at it, and I realized I was at work, and then I had to take a step back, and I apologized. Composed yourself? Oh, yeah. you apologized. Apologized to the coffee maker. That's good. I turned, make sure no one was looking, and lo and behold, my boss was right behind me. <laughs> he said, "Nick, can I pull you into the other room?" Really quick? <laughs> I really wish this was a real story. <laughs> well, it is real, except I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Oh. It was the tea maker. It was the tea maker. 
right. Sorry for the lies, people. Sorry for the yeah. lies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so cancel culture is, is not it's, great. It's bad. It's, it's definitely it's bad. It's bad, people. Um, yeah, I think everyone makes mistakes. and Now, some things people should suffer the consequences for. I'm not saying that. I mean, there's a lot of things that people have found out about famous people that were did do the wrong thing for many years and mm-hmm. those people should have to suffer consequences but um if it's some things that you say or do that just you know in whose eyes is it bad i don't know how can we determine that and everyone has to grow at some point so yeah exactly yeah yeah you can keep going We'll yeah. just move on here. Okay. So I think your time to talk about social. Dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, most most people have seen the social dilemma. It's it's basically spreading like wildflower, wildflower. <laughs> what is wildflower? <laughs> like wildfire on wild Netflix. <laughs> on Netflix, right? Now. I know it's words are hard, dude. Know what it words is. are hard. They are hard. After a long day, it's like 10 p.m. By the way, people, we're. We're getting into the swing of things. Real. We're really getting this down. Yeah, we're really doing this the right way. <laughs> After work, when our brains are the, the freshest they've been, they've stretched all day, looking at screens all day. Yeah, we've had the practice. Uh, yep. Uh, anyway, uh, so we've all seen Social Dilemma, or at least if you haven't, you should. It's great. Um, it actually opens... Uh, it, it's very eye-opening, yeah. I would say. But the three main takeaways I saw, uh, number one, fake news spreads six times faster than the truth. Number two, uh, you are not choosing the recommendations, which we already went over with the algorithms. Uh, they're choosing you. Viewing too many of these recommendations can lead towards your interests being shifted. It's worsening of polarization. So two sides separating even further, getting more polarized. The next one, our attention is what is being sold to advertisers, which we already talked about. Mm. Uh, we are the product, and the social media campaigns want us to spend as much time as possible on their platform and not their competitor. Right. So those are the main takeaways from Social Dilemma on, um, on how social media is pretty negative. Now, I'm going to jump into the main takeaways from a TED Talk I actually watched a, a couple weeks ago with Bailey Parnell, it's called, Is Social Media Hurting Your Mental Health? If you guys wanna check it out, it's like 15 minutes long. So the four main stressors in social media that she said um, were out there. Number one, we compare our lives with lives of others. She calls this the highlight reel. This is what DeMarco was talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. Um, The highlight reel could basically be uh, a famous person that you're following on Instagram or or Facebook. Well, I guess you can't follow people on Facebook. You have to become their friends. So probably not. I think you can follow people. No. Like you can be their friends and then. No, you can be their friends and then you can like. No, no famous person is going to allow me to be their friend on Facebook. Dude, don't think so poorly of yourself, dude. All right. Maybe we, a low level. I told you that in confidence. F <laughs> Insecurities about that. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so so that's the first thing, is that we compare our lives to lives of others. Not good, right? Um, we depend on social currency, like likes and comments on our posts, and on the dopamine rush associated mm-hmm. with them. So uh, I get 15 likes. I wake up the next day, there's eight more likes on my post. That actually signals my brain to get a dopamine rush because I'm thinking that I'm You're like, I'm, I'm famous. I'm I'm getting likes. Yeah. Everyone loves me. I have me. fifty likes. <laughs> yes. I made it. Mama made it. 
Um, okay, number three, FOMO is an actual physiological response that occurs due to anxiety mm. around being excluded from groups. Uh, so she also brings up a really good point that if it weren't for FOMO, fear of missing out, many of us would have deactivated our social media accounts long ago, most likely. I know I would have, but um, they got me, DeMarco. They got me good. I can't, <laughs> I can't miss out, man. No, I can't either, The man. FOMO, That's the FOMO's my, got I me. I know I'm addicted to social media. So I'm I not delete. Addicted. I delete the applications off my phone, but I cannot delete the actual the account. actual profiles because you because never I'm know. like, what if my friends try to contact? What me? if they try to contact me and instead I'm of just there. calling my phone or <laughs> instead texting, of texting me. my phone that they yeah, have? Right. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, but I'm getting closer, and I think I might. Uh, I think I might delete Facebook because honestly, I never use it. It's it's kind of. I don't know. Mark Zuckerberg will kill you. Don't. Don't, don't say right that. Here. I'll say this. I'll probably never delete uh, Snapchat. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. Sponsored by Snapchat. Next. Uh, uh, so number four, the fourth one is online harassment. 40% of adult users have experienced online harassment. Over 70% have witnessed it. Um, so that those are pretty high numbers. So compared to what we were using with like the how many kids got bullied in school, 40% of adult users have experienced online harassment that's huge that's really high yeah well what's the uh children the children yes yeah. yeah what's the percentage of kids of kids uh well i know the, teens. Per the percentage of teens in the u.s is 59 percent roughly um of people that have experienced some form of cyberbullying. that's so that's 60 percent more that's than like that. that's like in your high school class if you graduated with a high school class of 300 people let's say that's, that's like 160 or something. It's 160. Come on, dude. You're better than this. You're better than this. Yeah, but no, that's crazy. That's crazy high. I mean, I definitely didn't experience that type of physical Marco actually took in -person. calculus in college, so he's just joking. He's very smart. He's a smart young man. The physical, <laughs> I have not seen that type of physical bullying, but Oh, never, dude. Well, except for the videos we've seen on the riots yeah <laughs> i'd Jeez. say that's a little higher than 60 percent yeah. of people getting pushed around yeah uh, which is also a good point like seeing that type of content yeah was never really visible before but now yeah. it is which is yeah. great because we can be like oh my god that's terrible what's yeah. going on yeah anyway uh okay so from the actual Let's see here. From the actual uh, TED Talk, she had four things, four coping strategies and preventative strategies that she gave to us. This is Bailey Parnell's right. TED Talk. Step one is to recognize the problem with social media. I think you and I both know that we have, well, that society has a problem with social media. Right. We wouldn't be creating this episode right now. Right. So that's, that's step number one. Number two is audit your social media diet. What does that mean? After viewing a feed or watching a video, did it make you feel better or worse? Uh, how many times do you, I actually check my likes per day? Things like that. Actually auditing yourself on, like how many times do I actually check my brand new post? Or or how many times do you just check for notifications? Yeah, that too. Like, like the phantom if, notification? Yeah. 
you heard of that where it's basically she actually talks about this in her podcast but like she does you feel like your phone vibrates and then you check it and it's not actually and it's vibrating not, it's and that's, not vibrating it's that FOMO kind of like kicking in like, dude you watch the podcast or you watch the uh, yeah the I did talk? watch it of course I watched it oh, I am always prepared for these come on I can't believe you watched it <laughs> makes me happy Anyway, I thought we watched that one together. No, dude, I watched that on my own. You're like, I'm going to a move or something, and you watch this, uh-huh. and then I watched it. Well, why would I recommend you something if I didn't watch no, 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 it? What no, am no. I, Mark Zuckerberg? I think I did it. I'm gonna have a lot of Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> jokes today. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, number three: create a better online experience by limiting uh, what you personally struggle with the most. So mm-hmm. it, for me, if it was that I follow celebrities and I always compare myself or compare my life to theirs, maybe it's time for me to unfollow some of them and see how my mood improves. That's just one example. Next one is model good behavior. So uh, do not use social media to bully others. You know, don't do that. Would you say that to them in person? If if I just saw you with that sweater press on. <laughs> Don't say it. I can't <laughs> On social it. media. <laughs> and I'm like, nice nice sweater vest, you freaking nerd. It's so easy to type that. But because you're so much bigger than me, and you could beat the crap out of me, as evidenced by this, we were horsing around, and he hurt my wrist. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you fell. Don't act like that was my fault. I fell onto the couch. I have a weak, I have a weak wrist. You have a weak body. Okay. Well, that see, was... see, I'm kidding, and he knows that I'm kidding. If I were to say that on social media, on social media, on one of his I powerlifting I would have gotten pissed, dude. I would have gotten pissed, even though I know we're friends. <laughs> same, but if same you thing. say it like that, just you have a weak body, yeah, <laughs> neutral. I'd be pissed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're getting right. off the rails. Anyway, here. we're getting a little off the rails. Uh, next is tips for taking back control. This is just for for everything that we've just talked about. To recap. All of the goods, the, the negatives, everything. Number one would be turn off notifications so you aren't constantly checking your feed. Right. I'm not saying you have to do this for everything, but it's good to start somewhere. For me, I started with Snapchat. I turned because that's that was my vice. Right. So now I only check Snapchat like twice a day, which is crazy. Before I was checking it every hour. Right. Nuts. And that's why my uh, my social media screen time is lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, turn on screen time or no, turn off screen time to limit. God darn it. Turn, <laughs> turn on, on screen, screen time. time. It's late at night. To limit, to to limit, limit the usage. amount of time you're on. Yes, so, exactly. So, actually, uh, we were recording a video previously, before this one, and my screen time turned on. It did. We had to restart it. Yeah, yeah. My limiting turned on. And, and so he had to restart it. But that was on, I wouldn't suggest uh, a camera screen time if... You know, you're not just taking pictures wildly for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I w- it's yeah. not really beneficial. It's not good, especially when especially you're when you're trying to film, film a film podcast. podcast. <laughs> so anyway, to recap, number two, turn on screen time to Got limit it. usage, or take a break from all social media uh, for a whole month. That's pretty bold, but definitely a strategy. Yeah. Number three, purge it. Stop. It. Yeah. Stop looking at your phone. 30 minutes to an hour before bedtime. The reason for this is actually to limit the amount of blue light and dopamine release. Helps you get a better night's rest. Yeah, it helps that cycle. Yep. Um, they determined that you that brain activity 
from watching a screen like regardless continues of, well into the night regardless of watched it even right if you forward. even if you have blue light glasses right, on right it'll still it still stim- affects you it, it still stimulates you so you yeah. gotta let your brain calm down before mm-hmm. you go to bed yep and we've talked about that several yep. times yep uh never click on suggested recommendations always make your own choices so you're don't power the engine that is killing you yeah. <laughs> on social yeah. media uh, don't let autoplay occur. Basically, yeah, is what he's saying. Yeah, if you if you uh, if you see that, just hey, it's my time to check out. Use that as your indication to it's time to get off. Um, do your own research and fact check uh, on every post, especially things that we say. Yep, because we're wrong <laughs> on some of these. Things. No, we're not. Maybe, Shit. maybe Shut your little butt. Could be. Uh, do not engage in bad content. Mm-hmm. So like bad content would be like you know somebody do being hateful in some way or some guy get punched in the face for reasons unknown or someone being called like or a like a political thing chubby chub yeah yeah don't, don't engage don't in that engage scroll that. away or report it or you know what stand up to that cyber bully and be like hey Say, guy hey, I don't cool. appreciate you when you said little fat chub chub <laughs> chub chub to to my nephew <laughs> to my little he's nephew. only two years old okay. <laughs> <laughs> be aware of the content you're consuming so this is that auditing uh yeah. yep just unfollow a bunch of accounts if you don't if think you they're benefiting it, it. yeah you, you know if they're making you feel like you have less of a self-worth yeah then you probably shouldn't be following them in the first place right yeah so those tips. are our benefits i think uh, you had one more thing you wanted to talk about yeah i did logged out. i yeah. did so uh Every Wednesday morning, we actually have, uh, it's pretty cool, we've got a, a devotional every Wednesday morning at our, at our work. And so the guy actually talked about the social dilemma a little bit, uh, and then it got me thinking a little bit, and mm. so I wrote some stuff down, Good. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it. Do so it. Uh, I put, being on your phone all day, all day long, is like bottom feeding. So if you want to be a shark in life, uh, then you can't be on your phone all day long. You need to have self-discipline to refrain. So if you're too, if you're, you know, too careful, if you're not too careful, or you aren't self-aware, you can get sucked right in. Instead of replying to a negative post you see on social media or scrolling through your feed, you could be spending your time on a meaningful problem. Uh, that could propel you and possibly others forward in life. The funny part is, at the time, being on social media or being sucked into the social media vortex is really easy to do um, if you're not careful, right? Uh, But it's actually very taxing on your mind, probably more so than actually doing work that matters in your life. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important takeaway, is that we think this is easy, it's something for us to unwind, go on social media, it actually makes us more tired. right? Yeah, and I think I think it's a good thing to just recap here. I mean, social media is not a inherently bad thing. Right. You know, it's really not. It's a tool, like we were saying, and you can use a tool for your betterment and to build your business, to get information, to gain skills and and take a relaxing leisure time to meet people. Right. And it can also take control of your life and demand a lot of time out of your day. Um, yeah. So it's really just time. up to you. Yeah. Um, don't don't misuse it. Yeah. It's a tool.